recorded live in a basement studio of a suburban home in the Midwestern heartland of America, this is Bored in the Suburbs. Bored in the Suburbs is proudly brought to you by Baby Cage. For all your baby containment needs, it's Baby Cage, now made with real steel, made by real Americans, no pussies, but they sure do like to grab it and pound it. I talked about like your the stuff you do your podcast and, yeah and like so your podcast yes what is the name of it again uh, it's called uh, True Meta Inc True Meta Inc yep okay. like incorporated okay and it is you and how many friends two two friends and occasionally we'll have a guest come in okay and you guys play just D and D yep we right? play uh, we play Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons okay um, something that I started playing. Like, I guess almost exactly two years ago. Um, okay. Was always resistant to playing DD. Like, I'm a big nerd. Like, I've got yeah. no no qualms about that. Like, grew up, like, watching Star Wars. You're too handsome, in my mind, to play D&D. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I but mean... As a as a, a, a wonderful, wonderful D&D podcast called The Adventure Zone uh, said at one point, they're like, yeah, we grew up our whole lives seeing, like, well, I don't play D&D. Like, I may be a nerd. But I don't play D&D. So it was like this sort of thing. You're like, but I don't do that. Yeah. But then people started LARPing. And you're like, cool, guess I can play D&D now. Yeah. Um, so I, I decided to give it a try. Because I've grown up, I really, like, I, I liked playing a lot of, like, RPG, like, video games and stuff like that. It's, so, like, a lot of Final Fantasy. Yeah. And uh, love reading Lord of the Rings. And I, I just, I love fantasy. I love science fiction. I I, yeah. I, I have a deep love for, for fiction and story. And, yeah. and this these, these incredible worlds. Yeah. And uh, then I, I realized that it was a lot different than I expected. So whoever is the... Granted, I I'm also have lucked out with the my friends that I play with, which we've been good friends forever, so it's always been sort of this, like, well, we say dumb shit anyways, mm-hmm. so why does it matter if we're playing a game while we're saying dumb shit? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I've lucked out, but they're, they're very creative too, and uh, like consuming a lot of the same sort of media that I do. And... Uh, now, Wiz- Wizards of the Coast, which makes Dungeons and Dragons, has uh, a suite of books, which are like each book is a campaign, and you sit down with that and you open it up. It's like, all right, your players start here. You know, they'll meet this, you know, NPC, a non-player character, so on and so yeah. forth, and it leads them through the adventure. We don't use those. And my first experience with D&D was something my friend wrote for us. Like he came up with the story. And I was like, oh right, wow, cool. you can sort of craft this story for these people that you know. And then they create this character that they try to get in the mindset of, and it becomes this interesting like set of like improv acting. Yeah. And uh, and and I find it to be a very wonderful creative exercise. You know, it, what's interesting because like older generation, I don't yeah. even know what I would consider myself. You're a millennial. I'm slightly older You're than probably millennial. Gen Y. Yeah, I guess so. Or I'm Gen not. X. For me, like the idea of like Dean in my mind, D and D has a very certain type of person. Oh, just, yeah, let's roll this dice yeah, and fight this monster. But even, <laughs> even still, yeah. that holds true in a lot in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. But I've known people who play D&D, and, like, it's there's it's not just that. And I think, it, you know, it goes back to this idea that people just have certain assumptions. Oh, yeah. But I think um, what I find interesting about D&D is I, I've never played it, right? And it's one of those things where I've known people who have, mm-hmm. and... There's this weird thing if you ask the play, it's like saying, Hey, can I see you naked? Yeah. I've and, and, and you yeah. haven't done this. Like I cause like but I, I've asked people, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, can I play? They'll stop and be like, What? I'm like, How did you start playing? Like I It's uh it's and, yeah. Let me tell you this story, right? So, um, me and my wife for a while, we're look, we were looking for churches because mm-hmm. the church her family goes to, we were like, this isn't for us, you know. It's their so we we went to different church, a lot of different churches, and for we tried a Unitarian church for a while. And uh, the one day we were we were there, and this guy was just like, hey, hey man, and just like starts talking to us, and he was nice, and he, and he goes to me, he's like, yeah, you look like a gamer. Oh no! And, and I'm like, oh no! This is so, so. This is what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm like, what? Oh. And whenever anyone has ever said refer to me playing a game they usually mean like something like football yeah. you know a Kate when I was like thinner someone once asked me if I like played like hockey but I mm-hmm. even when I was thinner 
I always had the build of someone who played something like football. Right. So I was like, no, I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, I've never, I never played like football or in high school or college. He looked at me like I just whipped my penis out at him. He's like, what? He's like, no, I mean, like, are you, are you a gamer? And I'm like, well, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, you know, like D and D. And I'm like, no, I've never played that. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm looking for people, you know, to join my thing. And I'm like, I would love to, though, man. I would, I would really love to. The guy, I swear to God, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like faded away. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes from just saying, hey, you want to play with me, buddy? Yeah. To, like, disappearing. And I turn to my wife. I'm like, what the hell? And, and she was just laughing because she's like, she was like, it was just funny. Cause she's like, you were just like, nah, man, I don't, I don't play, I don't play football. Yeah. And like, she's like, that guy did not look like he played any kind of athletic sport. Yeah. But I'm like, no one's ever, no one said, oh, you look like a gamer, and D and D. I'm like, what does a D and D gamer look like? Well, apparently, this to that guy. Um. So. It's uh, it's it's also experiencing a, a big resurgence right now. A lot of it because of some of these podcasts. People that are like unexpected. Do you know who the actor Joe Manganiello is? Super stud, man's man. He's married to Sofia Vergara, the Colombian actress from Modern Family. Yes, I do know him. I do know him. Yeah, that dude is manly as hell. Yeah, I wish I looked like him. Oh my god, dude, me too. He's he's total stud. He's a, he was in the new Pee Wee movie and he was he awesome. Like, yeah, he looks like he cuts down trees and then fights. Bears, and then he looks like he goes visits children in hospitals. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he has a brand called Death Saves that is first edition 1980s Dungeons and Dragons inspired streetwear. It's nice. it's Dungeons and Dragons and uh, 80s metal is basically what it is. But they're awesome. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it, it's this thing where now these people are like coming out of the woodwork a little more, and he's like, oh yeah, like. And he's there's a I forget what the site was. Oh, there's a a site where there, so there's all kinds of like little like tools and trinkets made for people who play because like it's a lot. There's a lot of information to hold. And so like say you play a character that's a spellcaster, like there's close to like a hundred pages in the book on the spells. Like, yeah, it, there's a ton. And then but you can only pick certain ones based on what class you are. So then yeah. but you don't want to take the time to write the paragraph description for each one. So there's a company that. Uh, sells decks of cards per class. Huh. And it's like, here's all the spells that this class can learn. Huh. And then when you make your character, you just pull out those cards and you just keep those cards with your character sheet and you can just flip through them really quick. So, But then he has like a testimony on their website. He's like, I will use these for everything when I DM. Like all this stuff. You're like, Joe, you're the coolest. Like Joe Manganiello, yeah. you're awesome. So it's experienced this sort of like resurgence also in, um, yeah, nerd culture. Like, so yeah. I think it's like Big Bang Theory is like the worst thing known to mankind. Yeah, nerd cultures. Anything you use, anything, and then you say culture afterwards. It's just, no. Yeah, just, it's, it's, it should just be, it, you should be saying commercialized yeah. culture. It's really, it's just like, hey, I like to do this thing. Yeah. I have this interest. Like, yeah. And, um, so I, I ended up being introduced to it then through, through those friends of mine. And, That's um, cool. and uh, I enjoy writing as well. And I was like, well, shit, I'd like to try my hand at this whole thing. And I, I so we uh, we take a little, this this group, there's four of us that go on this little, like, trip every, like, New Year's. Or just, like, go down to one guy, his family has, like, this little house on a lake that has been, like, passed down through generations sort of thing. It's, it's just, like, a little, little cabin thing. We'll just go there and we'll just, like, post up and just, like, hang out. And that's when we played D&D the first time. Then I, the next one I was like, just so the guy who introduced us, it was like, well, I don't want you to have to manage it every time. I'll take the next one. And so, like, I wrote, like, a whole, like, I wrote, like, a little story for it and everything. I was like, this is pretty fun. Yeah. And so, it's like, well, if we're going to do it anyways, maybe we try recording it and just see sort of how it turns out. And me and my friend Victor, who's the other, one of the the other players, Eric and Victor are the two players. And uh, Victor is a also a big fan of the podcast the adventure zone did i meet one of these guys you've met victor okay. yeah uh glasses usually has a beard like a yeah, nicely yeah. trimmed beard and he's he's done some voice acting work actually also and so it's uh it's yeah. been like an interest of him of his and uh it's like well why not yeah if we're gonna do it anyways like maybe we just record it and 
it's will go out of our comfort zones. The only way we're going to get people to listen to it is to tell people about it. But shit, I'm terrified to tell people about it. Like totally. Like yeah, I, I yeah. Like I don't want to take away from what your oh, no. story about. Sorry, but the same thing with this. Like I'm I'm doing this because like it's hard like being the the caregiver for a kid. Like my schedule goes around her is really based on her schedule. Um, so I, like part of me just doing this just to do this, but then again, it's like I need people to interview, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's weird to ask people about stuff and like, you know, the whole idea about being self promoting. The one thing mm-hmm. that I I think you'll agree, like in the master's program, it's like people who can self promote they do go far. Yep, and that's one of my things. But like I have part of like the issues. Like I've always been like very self conscious and very like doubting. I um, too. A lot of things. So, but good on you to like do something because I think everyone should do like I mean social media like of all of the or the internet of all the faults it has, it really is just throw throw stuff out there. See what sticks. See what sticks. I uh, you never know. And um, spe- I think especially for good and bad people who are like might feel marginalized, you'll realize real quick you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. But that, but then, if you're a weirdo like shit heel, yeah. you should not know that there's more than one of you. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's too late. You yeah. Know? Um. But so let me ask you this: about what is it about me that makes people run and hide whenever I've asked to join their D and D thing? What is it? What is it? What is it? I don't. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. This I, pissed me off because I've invited you. Have you? Yeah, I have multiple okay. times. And you've been like, oh, yeah. I've been, well, we'll I've been scorned. Yeah. I've been scorned. Yeah. I've been scorned. Okay. Whatever. I've been scorned. Sunny, I asked oh. Sunny once. And again, you know, this this is why, and, and I've thought about that. I think what it is is that, like, I can see it being, like, it's something that you, there's a probably a, a fairly steep learning curve. And then once you get into it, you're like, okay, I know. Yeah. And then if you have someone new coming in, it can kind of throw shit off. I, so. That's the way I've always that's, interpreted that's it. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, for us, we uh, or is it that you, everyone knows I'll, I would dominate because you might. Well, I think you would be a phenomenal addition to any campaign. Because, I'm a phenomenal addition to anything. I mean, that's. I mean, uh, throw throw me throw me into throw me into a kindergarten room, and guess what? Those kids would love you. Yeah, within seconds after they're terrified of me, but then that will make them love you terror more. Terror comes mm-hmm. respect. Yep. It'll make them love you more. Yeah. Uh, I think a big part of it is uh, a lot of people who play it, it becomes this sort of uh, this uh, place where they can, how do I put it? Like, the, it's it's the role, I think it comes down to the role play aspect. Yeah, okay. Because um, some people, now my friends and I, we try and push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And so we'll actually like play the character. So it's, it's there's dialogue between characters it's not so and now some people play this way and that's fine but they'll say so and so asks you about this and they'll say oh well my character uh you know knows this and this so he tells them that and that and that's how they have conversation my friends and i we actually like will have the conversation instead of say what it's about now people who play that way then it's like it's sort of like showing your underwear this is like something that's like personal you make yourself very vulnerable while playing it so it can be kind of hard then to have somebody New because and a lot of these people grew up being shit on for the thing that they were interested in. Oh sure. In. So yeah. it's uh, like oh you play and it's like it's a it's the butt of jokes like yeah oh you live in your mother's basement you play Dungeons and Dragons and you play video games and you read comics and watch anime and like all this stuff yeah. it's like it's like the butt of these jokes whereas a lot of those things are very rich and interesting narrative yeah. and like it's uh so it's it's this sort of like playing their cards close to their vest it's like. Oh no, another outsider. Am I going to get hurt again? Yeah. So I think that's what part of it comes down to. Hmm. Okay, I would. That, I, that makes a lot of sense. I'd love to put together a little one shot and have you have you. Oh, in oh, there. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you talking about now? One shot? What is that? That's what? like so. There's like campaigns which are like long, multiple session things, and uh-huh. then there's a one shot which is like you sit down, you play for a chunk okay. of time, and that's uh, the self-contained story. Okay. All right. I didn't know. Cause you might be into some weird stuff. I don't know. No mm-hmm. judging, but. I, mean, I did that, say it's role play. Yeah. Oh, you dirty bird. <laughs> you are part of the Illuminati. <laughs> oh, the Illuminati. Um, I'm making a triangle with my hands right yeah. now over I, my wiener. I'm not looking under the table. Um, 
Well, I wonder, though, like, you had a, a good point, like, people being made fun of li- living in, like, their parents' basement. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, because, like, you know, there's so many things about, like, the idea that, like, your generation, on average, quality of life is going down in this country. Yes. Right? And I wonder if because, like, there's a lot of people who do live in their parents' basement, not because they're, like, social outcasts, it's just out of necessity. Yeah. I wonder how many people are like, you know what, what the hell? Like, I'm living at home, you know, or I might have to. Like, I think maybe, like, we've had, like, a change. Because, like, earlier we were talking about, like, millennials and, and they have different outlooks, like... They're not buying houses. Maybe they can. They're killing Applebee's. They're killing Applebee's. Um, but you know, you know what though is interesting. I, I I listened to this thing about like how, like steakhouses, like yeah. steaks. People just don't go out for steak dinners anymore. It's much anymore. Fuck, can you? And exactly. But so what happened is that these kind of like steak chains, like their the quality of their meat or product went down, and a lot. And but people just steak isn't a thing anymore they don't view it as a luxury mm-hmm. however like high-end steak places are still in business because they are a luxury item and people right if you're going to pay a premium and i i i went to a, a, a high-end steak place i've never been a real big steak fan yeah i was like oh this is pretty good yeah it's not something i'm going to do all the time because it's ridiculously expensive yeah. like you could go out like a whole lot of times for what you paid for one meal, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it's this idea of like just like shifts in our in our culture, yeah. yeah and I think um, that's again like a lot of the reasons I want to talk to people and like interview them and like is just like see this because at one point women could not wear pants, right? And then so at one point there was people who would looked at women who wore pants as being completely socially abnormal, mm-hmm. and now like. Women wearing, I mean, like I've I've literally seen like women walking around with shorts so short that like their pockets are hanging below. Yes. Right? I can't imagine what that would be like to someone who thought wearing pants would be <laughs> immoral. <laughs> yeah, but things change, and it's yeah. just, and I think like you Used know, to be shown an ankle was yeah. scandalous. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like I love it when people say like, oh, things are changing so fast, and like. For me, like growing up, people, every anyone I knew who um, played Dungeon Dragons were like the really, like they were like the nerdy, nerdy kids. Yeah. yeah so it's just like interesting. Mm. That's why, like you know, you don't seem like in my mind, and I'm only like not that much older than you. Is that idea? It's like in a very short time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it's um, it's gone through a pretty rapid change, yeah. just like in the past like five years too. Yeah. Like it's it's been pretty pretty fast. Yeah, and I and again I think like I think the suburbs like are easier to change because they are always in a state of flux Yep. because they're not really one thing or the other going back to the whole my whole thesis and why i'm fascinated with like the suburbs is because like describe what a suburb is you know you can't so vague yeah but like but there's so much it's so it's so interesting like you know and the people that live in it and like just like this like stories and stuff that's that's where a lot of the uh shops are that you can buy this sort of thing at too like yeah. there's a place in kettering called epic loot yeah, Which, I mean that's a hilarious name. Yeah, but, epic loot. Yeah. yeah, epic loot. Um, but they've got apparently there. They have like a. I haven't been there. There's like a bucket, or they've like a large like barrel cauldron thing, just a scoop in a bag, and you just buy the size of bag, and you just get a scoop of dice, and you can just get all like different like colors and like patterns and everything in dice. Just dump them in, and like there you go. That's your. That's your thing. It's like a grab bag. I'm gonna go there. We should go there. Epic loot in Kettering. Yeah, I'm down. I love Kettering. There's a. I went to a really cool place in. Uh, well, I went to Brooklyn earlier this year. It's called Twenty Sided, and they they had some. That was a cool shop. In Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm not going to Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm not going to Brooklyn again. Yeah. For a while. No, no nothing wrong with Brooklyn. It's right. a little too far. It's just a far drive. Yeah, it's, it's a far drive. It's a far drive. It's a far drive. Yeah. I've done that once, and yeah. I won't do it again. Although, totally, we could totally like mobile podcast. Oh yeah. Um, little podcast in the Hemi, yeah, in the Hemi. Oh, my truck does not have a Hemi. Uh, Thanks a lot, Jill. It's a Ford. It's Jill always it's a Ford says. pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. That's it's interesting that this is you. You do this thing, yeah, with, uh, and that you podcast it too. Yeah, we uh, we've got we've recorded twelve or thirteen sessions. 
No, Holy 11 shit. or 12 sessions. Man, I am, like, you must think I'm some, like, nah. slap shot. I got, like, noise in the background. You guys got 13 episodes in the bag before you went out there. But you know what I got that you'll never have? Gumption? Well, yeah. I got bags full of gumption. <laughs> I got so much gumption, I got stuff called shumption. Sean Gumption. Oh damn! Re- rebranded it. Yeah. No, I got, I got, I got. Reality. You hear all the imperfections around. This ain't some pretty prepackaged podcast. This, <laughs> this is America, and this is a suburban basement in America. We were, we record hours on a in in a house right across the street from the VA, and there's sirens going by all the time. Uh, and they're uh, you record the. In the podcast? You record those VA sirens in the podcast? Not after. Like, exactly, not because as... you've turned your back on the veterans. That's what you've done. I finally I finally got you. Guess what? Guess what? This is what I'm all about. I'm finding I'm finding people like you. Gotcha, Marvin. Gotcha. I gotcha. 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 No. Got your meat hooks in me. Yeah. Real American meat. 100% steak. I love steak. I eat steak five times a day. I was just, I was BSing you about I don't eat love steak. I love, I eat steak so much, I just poop out T-bones. Sounds uncomfortable. It, 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 you know what? It's fine, because I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means to be a red-blooded American man. That's right. It's re- I'm red-blooded American. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. oh my god! So, so I, I, I would love to play. I'm not trying to int- in, invite myself. Oh but no! I, I, but yeah, because it's like, and you know what else I, I find interesting about things like D and D is I've when I was younger I was very introverted. So I've always and I've the the idea of having like this like extended thing. If I was a little more outgoing as a kid, I probably would be like the people at Renaissance festivals. <laughs> but I was too shy because I love like the Lord of the Rings books. I read them. I love like to this day. Like I, my mind wanders into like oh, yeah. fantasy realms and stuff. Oh, of you course. know, like I daydream all the time. I think it's good because like I probably like will never get Alzheimer's. That's true. People will think I've lost my mind because I'll be babbling about stuff. But I'm just like I might do my own thing. Playing but... games like that, and they're saying now even playing video games is like helps stave off and keep the brain young oh it's, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty wild okay here we go here we go i'm glad you said that because this is something i actually did want to talk to you about okay okay so i was watching like uh this thing about twitch right yeah on youtube i don't want to get into like exactly what twitch is but i was, was one episode they were talking about this guy doing something and they kept calling them it a sport do you view playing video games as a sport no, I view it as a competition. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I'll view it as a competition, but not a sport. Um, okay. So, uh, I, I like playing games as much as the next guy. Because um, some people even like chess. Some people call chess a sport. I, I and I would say like so. D could D and D be then a sport to people? I'm sure some people define it that way. Okay. Just like some people define art as just about anything. Yeah. Um. So I think I think there should be nothing wrong with just calling something a competition. Yeah. Like specifically, I'm not playing sports or I'm, I'm specifically playing sports. Like it's, yeah. I, I see sports as more of like a, a physical thing. Like that is, that is a sport. A sport involves a, a physical aspect in my mind. Yeah. Um, it's hard to define though, because some it, people it is say vague. you have to use your hand eye coordination to play video games, which you do. And like, that is an interesting thing too. Cause yeah. basically once you're 21, you can't compete anymore. It has the lowest age of having to retire basically oh video games you mean like yeah, professional like, video but game players yeah because huh. the millisecond slower reaction time because your body slowly its reaction time slows over yeah. time like once it's like the, the optimal range for these like game players is for them to be like 15 to like 20 and then huh. once you're outside of that you'll your reaction time will slow by like a millisecond and when it all comes down to button input and not like kicking a ball when it comes down to yeah. the timing of a button input, yeah. you'll lose every time. That even, makes a lot even of sense. Even if you're as good. So it's a really short age range on it. It's kind of wild. I'm going to look into that. It's, Not that I don't believe you, but like that's I yeah. never thought of it like that, to be honest. It's it's pretty uh, it's Because pretty wild. It's, it's, it's digital inputs mm-hmm. through the speed of electricity, which can be in milliseconds where if a physical activity, it's more in the physical realm, mm-hmm. yeah, which is just slower. You exactly. Know? Which, you know, one of the sayings is old age and cunning beats youth and experience every time. Yeah. 
that doesn't work. Like I, I'm like say more experienced at playing a game, but my nephew is 15. Now he doesn't stick with the game long enough to actually be good at it. But that's a different story. Yeah. But if he like put in the same amount of time on a game that I did, we yeah. had the same equipment. We went after each other. If we saw each other at the same time, he'd beat me. Huh. His reaction time was just second hmm. faster. That's so interesting. It's it's uh it's yeah. it's kind of it's kind of wild how that works. Yeah, cause yeah, cause like you know like things just pop up on. I'm, oh like, yeah. Today I was waiting for my my in laws to come pick up uh, my foster child, and you were coming over, so I was just like watching these like things on YouTube, and I'm just like part of me is like like it's hard for me to think of like video games and stuff as a sport. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think it doesn't take any skill. Right. And maybe that's just, like, the idea, like, again, like, you're younger than me to, like, ask someone who's younger, you know, because I, I grew up playing video games, too. Like, yeah. I was I was a little kid that had very few friends. Video games were awesome. Oh, yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, like, that, like I just don't, I can't look at it, at it as, like, a sport. But a competition, yeah. It's something that requires skill. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Like, you need to... It's, uh, it's something my dad says, which actually, like, applies to a lot of things. Or he said, uh, if you can smoke a cigarette and drink a beer at the same time that you're doing it, it's not a sport. So, like, golf, bowling, competitions, not sports. Yeah, I... I okay, like, but golf and bowling, you can see an argument for that being a sport. I, I think it is an exhibition of skill and dexterity more than it is a sport. Because yeah. you just walk from point A to point B. You swing... You, like, yeah. you, you have a very small amount of... Like, you don't have to be in good health or good shape to be a golf golfer. I, I view sports yeah. as, as, a, as, like, athletic prowess. Yeah. Do you think... You know what? This is what... I think I found the solution to this whole thing. What if we just don't refer to things as sports anymore? Just everything is a competition. Yeah. Because, like, oh, it's a football competition. Yeah. Right? It seems like there's more, like, not a sport that people might want to call it a sport than things that traditionally have been considered a sport. Or we just call everything what it is, and that's a game. Yeah. This is game. Games have winners, games oh, have losers. yeah. And especially if you're a professional athlete. Listen, that that's awesome. But you're a damn-ass grown man or woman and playing a game that, like, this is what I love. I love. This is a little sidebar. Is that when people get really, because my wife is at the football game today, right? Uh-huh. She, and I almost went with her, but I was like, I can't go. It's It's because it's ridiculous. People get tied into something that if you were a kid, you would be told to stop doing for dinner. These people yeah. paid millions of dollars to do. Just, I mean, just going back to like Trump and people are like, oh, why are they kneeling? Why do you give a crap? Why do you, why are you so upset about what someone who you like, okay, they're disrespecting the flag, whatever. You have even given them, power. you've given them power. And even like on top of that too, like sort of tie it back to like, like the D and D like nerd type thing as yeah. well. The double standard of uh, look at like say like a comic convention. Yeah. Look at all the people that dress up as their favorite characters and they go to the comic convention, they dress ridiculous and people are like, wow, that's so dumb. What a waste of their time. How pathetic yeah. that they would do that. And then you just like pan the camera to the side and then you look at like a tailgate party for yeah. like a football game. Everybody's painted up. They're wearing the jersey of their favorite character, their favorite player. Yeah. They've got wild hair that's dyed crazy colors and stuff and they act like fools and they – it's yeah. like – that's okay. Yeah. But the people who are getting dressed up as their favorite character is not yeah. okay. Like, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'd rather hang out with a bunch of people with their, you know, fucking Naruto headbands on than the guy who's, like, painted up, like, you know, Broncos I, or something. I don't know. But Yeah, but I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Just, just take a second and really look at, like, what you're complaining about. Why do you really care how someone spends their time? Oh, yeah. Why you you know because exactly I know how much my wife paid because her and her parents split um, season tickets mm-hmm. right that's a buttload of money that to me it's mm-hmm. a lot of money it's not like they have the best tickets right yeah um, but then again I'm like well whatever I'm like I I spent a few hundred dollars ordering fruit trees from an online catalog that I'm yeah. going to plant come springtime yeah right? some people might think that's ridiculous it's I'm turning taking a lawn. And I'm 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 turning it into like a little food forest, right? That's awesome. So, so who gives a crap? Oh yeah. Like people just want to find ways to like spend time. But yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, like things like people playing like uh, games and put them on things like Twitch, and people are like, oh, that's stupid. Like, 
don't watch it. I didn't even know what Twitch was, I'll yeah. be honest, until probably about a year ago. And that's because I was in the studio. Oh, by the way, because if if chess is a sport, then being in the studio should be a sport too because I'm taking it's physical. A lot there's exactly. a lot it takes physical skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So not only like is being in the studio an art, but it should also be considered a sport. I thought about that earlier today when I thought about that should be this your, question. That should, ask be your, you. that should be your next thesis. Yeah. because um, I'm like I'm watch I was watching some of these these videos and like sometimes my, my wife is like, What are you what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching a video. like today I was watching a video about the, on YouTube that this guy posted about airsoft competition in in england mm-hmm. of that or australia i couldn't really quite tell by their accents and the guy's like cheater caught on camera and he's this guy in a full-on military style ghillie suit yeah. right with an airsoft rifle with at least three cameras on his body because he has one that records what he sees through his scope one that records what he physically sees by just looking and then one recording what he is doing like it's recording back at him, so it's on, on another part. Like on, it looks like it's towards the barrel of like this like sniper airsoft gun, and it's like, and then it's all these guys look. They look. They look like if you saw these guys coming at you, you'd be like, "Is the SWAT team showing up?" Yeah, because these guys are yep. in like they're full on like military yep. type stuff, like special forces. These are grown men playing the airsoft thing, and my wife's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm like, there's like dozens of guys doing this yep. for this one video. And like, it's not the only video on that airsoft stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's wild. I found out recently that they make airsoft grenades. That just I've like fire that. pellets out. Like I've seen that. I've seen some airsoft stuff like full on, full auto. Like <laughs> there's a little boy in me who's like, I would just love to sit at the window you know, my, my, my basement studio here and just be like, like out into the, the yard. Yep. And I'm like, I know the cops will show up and shoot me because some of these things look like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like real guns. Yeah. No, it's got the orange tip. I'm yeah. good. I don't understand it. And I would love to interview that person, some of these yeah. people who do this kind of stuff. Like, sure. Like talk about why they do it, but just to, to know the person, you know, like you, like you play D and would, I would never know that uh, except yeah. like you've talked about it. Right. It's just weird. It's just like, what? Yeah. Because then you really have to think: what makes someone who could be just like you go down that path, like this little path? What little mm-hmm. micro moment in time did that? Right. And it just really goes to show that there are no two people the same. There can never be. Right. You know. It's very and it's true. Just, yeah. It's very true. But it's just fascinating. And so, like the idea of like people being bored by the oh, world. Man. It's like, come on, man! You can watch a video on dudes recording the cheaters in in airsoft right yeah in england i'm at a point now where i've got the opposite problem i've got too much going on yeah no Um, i'm I'm the same way i'm the same way what was oh and uh that was me my computer made a funky noise i turned it off so the the thing that you mentioned before like you know and we just that you know we started recording our sessions um so what sort of led me there uh if you let me grandstand for a moment yeah um, hey do whatever man do whatever this is this is me if you weren't here i was just gonna record myself babbling (laughs) talking about nonsense i i had already recorded like like five ten like a couple like uh short segments of me and like i was listening to them and i'm like Man, I'm just babbling. I really need to talk to someone. Oh, that's I, funny. And I talked. I'm like, I can't record myself because because yeah. the reason I'm doing a podcast is to talk to another right. human being. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, Go ahead, grandstand. Yeah. No. So, uh, I got. I have a lot of interests, but uh, listen to this, ladies. As, listen to this. As a just as a, as a person, I, I'm also uh, I feel a lot of fear, like with those those interests. Um. So. Well, yeah, explain that. Basically, like I sort of like peeking behind the curtain here. So all of my like paint my paintings that I made throughout undergrad and graduate school uh, are all very like abstract, geometric abstraction, and they're non-objective. And what that means for anybody who's not entrenched in the art world is non-objective just means it it is not represent re- representative of anything. It yeah. is it's I'm not making an abstraction of something that exists in the world. This is sort of a contained reality within itself. For me, those are actually safe. Those are the safe things for me to make. Like I, I grew up like, like I love comics. Mm-hmm. I love story. Like I love 
cool characters. I love like fantasy settings and stuff like that. But uh, I look at like the people who would draw these things or write these things. And it's like, in, in my mind, it's like this pantheon of gods, almost like, you know, there's Tolkien, there's, you know, George Lucas, there's which only for the originals we're not going to get into the others really really episodes four and five and the rest can we can just kind of forget about rebecca morgan who's an artist would say who is in your pantheon of gods oh really that was that was her famous oh, saying jeez she asked oh, everyone that gotcha. she, like in, in, i didn't mean to interrupt you but no, when you said fine. that it just like jumped in my mind yeah. because like like she said that when she came to do a studio visit and i'm like what it's one of those moments where like listen like you came here with a specific like, this is why I don't, like, like my podcasts are just, like, anything and everything. It's like, lady, you came here you with a specific question. And because I didn't react to that question, clearly I'm wrong. Yeah. But it's like, you're, you're basically containing me. Right. You're the problem, not me. Because, like, I don't have a pantheon of gods. Right. That That's just weird. Like, have right. you never considered that people don't have a pantheon of gods? Right. Yeah, but anyways, go ahead. I, I like I just like popped in my mind because oh, I was just like, fine. it was this moment where she looked at me like I was an asshole, right? And I'm like, and what? <laughs> and, and for me, I guess really, like I don't have a good term for it. That's the best thing I could come up. No, it's with, a good but, term. It's a good term. But it's it's even less the people, and it's more these like specific things or like specific moments. Like yeah, like say so there's a show that I watched where like a character said something like just really cool in the moment that's like yeah. whoa and that's one of those things that just sticks with you like i love those sort of things but uh it's like why well, i don't know how one becomes that good and so it, it, it became sort of paralyzing and so i had all these ideas for like stories i wanted to write or like mm-hmm. characters i want to create or uh projects i wanted to do like i or like i'm fascinated by music but i don't know how to play anything but i yeah. think it would just be amazing because music is just it's wondrous to me to listen to because mm-hmm. I just don't even get it like how it comes together. Yeah. Um, and so like, I, there's this sort of fear then where it then is just like not going to be that good. Why would I do it? Because that stuff already exists. Right. Then I just had this, this day where it's like, well, I was talking with my friends. We were my friend who had put together the Victor who had run our, our last campaign was like, well, what are we going to do next? And I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. I'll, I'll write the next long one. Yeah. And then like, well, what if we recorded it? And my, my knee jerk reaction was like, no, no, no. Like that, that would just be, I don't want people to hear this or anything. Like I, I'm just fumbling around. And then I had this moment where I was like, you know, I work in the quality department at a company. Yeah. Handling documents. I don't enjoy it. It's not something that's what I want to do. If when I look and I think to myself, like, what would I love to have like really accomplished in my life. I think mm-hmm. I'd love to like write a story that could have impact on people that stories have had impacts on me. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to do it by not doing it. And so it's like, well, fuck, I guess, I guess I've got to, yeah. not because this is going to be the thing, not because this story is going to be that story, mm-hmm. but because it's never going to happen if I don't do anything. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I guess I was bite the bullet. And then it turned into this whole thing too, or I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I, uh, I've started to teach myself just from scratch, like how to like play the piano and garage band, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm composing music for this show as well. So there's, there's themes, there's background music and stuff that I've put together for it. Um, I'm voice acting by playing different, cause I have to play every other character that's not eric and victor's character because mm-hmm. they they it, it's basically the way it works is those two interact with the world i'm the world so i have to be the guy in the shop i have yeah. to be the mayor i have to be this villain that they fight mm-hmm. like i have to be all of it and it's yeah. like it's terrifying like i sit down paralyzed with fear almost every time I'm getting ready to write a session out because it's like well what if it sucks yeah and that's a, like a crippling feeling but it's like each time it's like well, I guess then it sucks, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to make something I'm proud of if I don't make anything at all. I think like what you're getting at is something that I have kind of like stumbled upon is this idea that you can either fit in something and we've I know I've mentioned this before but as far as like the art world goes or and you can like be, get frustrated or just change and make yourself fit in there or do your own thing. 
And sometimes it's just absolutely terrifying because there's no basis for it. Right. Right. So like this podcast, right? I uh, I, I had some experience with Audacity and, and posting things before, um, you know, because this is very... Like I bought the microphone, but everything else I had, like it's it's free software, and like even like recording down here, you have to learn just like the ins and outs and do's and don'ts and whatever. But I think that like that is, I think that's the future, right? Because like right now, like people are like, there's so much anxiety, but because we've lived in such a con- constricted world, and it's become that way. But but there's a time when people will like the idea of like people moving out west, mm-hmm. they would literally pack up perfectly functioning farms and be like i'm gonna go out west because it might be better imagine the balls on those people <laughs> yeah to go from a perfectly functioning farm i, I was watching this documentary and, and like someone there was a journal of someone who's just like traveling through um i think it was like minnesota or, or wisconsin i forgot where where this guy was like there's crops in the field that have gone unharvested because these people were like screw it we're going out west because like someone offered like like free land, and and he's like these people left these farms, like what would drive them to do it? But people just didn't care. So I, this idea is like you know you're talking about fear, and it is, and it's totally understandable. But I think it's cool because like you're making your own world, you're doing a job that's not the your dream job, and I've done that, mm-hmm. and you have to do something else. Right. Not that you're not gonna, and I, I used to run into this a lot, or the job I worked at. Like when I would talk about things I wanted to do, mm-hmm. they would um, kind of get all bristly. It's like, listen, this is a job. You're paying me to do this job. I'll do it. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it bad. Right. But you're at, like, like, like I would sit down in like these yearly reviews. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, no, I'm not here because I don't like unless there's a, something for me here. But at this point, right. I don't see anything here. So I'm like, not here. And they're like, oh, so you don't care about this job? I'm like, I didn't say that. Why right. are you jumping to that? You, it goes like kind of like, like the 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 pantheon of gods question. Right. It's like you want a specific answer, right? Don't don't ask if you want a specific answer. Don't, what's the point of asking the question? Exactly. You know, it's just it's um, a leading question. Yeah, and I think like you know, like in, in the art world, it's the same way. Like like how many times have you told us don't make art for us, but then when you do your own thing, they don't like it. Yeah. But if you do something that you know they would like. They would love it. And it's like, you do want stuff made for just, you. Just like you're not supposed to tell anybody that you're in grad school to teach. Yeah, while they're all teaching. Yeah. Ma- imagine, like, I've, I don't know if I ever told you this, like, I, I had a conversation with, um, I forgot exactly his position, but it was in the hospital where my wife works at. And, and he used to, like, talking to me about UC because mm-hmm. his sister went there. And um, I told him this, and he's like, why would anyone like attack anyone's reason mm-hmm. for going to get an education? And I, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, and this is coming from a professor. So a professor is attacking someone because they want to be a professor. Right. And he's like, how much can they actually like their own job or themselves? And he, and he, and he's a psychiatrist and he's like, they must have a lot of self-loathing. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. they must. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, I think they do. Because he's like, they're basically saying, I'm doing the thing that I think is a failure. Yep. Like, so, but, like, yeah, but, like, so, like, yeah, like, this idea of just, like, doing your own thing. You, you have to. Yep. Because, like, I've I've beat my head against the wall trying to fit in, and it's like, it doesn't work. Right. You know? Like, the guy who asked me, like, you are a gamer, and I'm like, oh, like, I'll play with you, and he's like disappeared. I'm like, I can't be like what, like pissed off. But I'm like, you know, whatever, fuck off, buddy. Yeah. You asked me. You asked right. me. So I'm like, whatever. I'm talking about that guy. He's down at, he was at the the Unitarian Church in Cincinnati. Yeah. There's a couple of them. I can't remember the name, but like, yeah, I'm like, dude, like, way to way to be a a, a nice person. Like, yeah, <laughs> no joke. Um, that sucks. Yeah, but like this, like the Rebecca Morgan question. Yeah. It was just like weird. But everyone's like, oh, that's her question. I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, that's her question. But she wants a specific type of answer. It's right. like, then just be honest with people. Right. Be like, this is... Either tell me this or we're not going to have a conversation. Yeah. Set, be like, hey, by the way, when I come to do a visit, this is the question I'm going to ask you. Have an answer to that. Yep. You know? Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's... The, they, they're not content if you're not manic about whatever it is you're dealing. Yeah. 
and like and i think part of like like people who display some of the, their, those qualities they they tend to be brought in because people like to shrine themselves with people who are like themselves and that's why and becomes fortified mm-hmm. so like you know the idea of of dogmatic type experiences they just that's how they're created yeah. But good on you, like, doing things and understanding things that, like, terrify you and, and like, teaching yourselves new things. Because um, it's funny. So, like, I, I, I like feeding the birds. Yeah. And I, I went to uh, the this, uh, store Wild Birds Unlimited, and I was talking to this lady who works there. And I walk in, and she says my name and, then she, and like, my last name. And then she says it another way. And she's like, is that right? I'm like, no, the first way was right. And I'm like, very few people get it right, because if you look at the way it's spelled, right. it's Lavelle, but people think it's like Lovell, yeah. you know, because it, it looks the way it's spelled that way. And we were just talking about how I had a professor in undergrad who told me that he pronounced my name right, and I was saying it wrong. And I'm like, what? Because it's my goddamn he, name. Yeah, because he said he knew the origin of it. But I'm like, but it's a name. It's a sound that describes something. And they change over time. Yeah, you know. That's ridiculous. But then it went into this idea that, like, people don't like to be proven wrong. You can never be proven wrong if you are always willing to learn. Right. You know, like, you thought maybe you would, when you started going to school for art you probably thought you'd right now you'd be in a different place yeah but you can either be pissed off about that or you can say okay well life has taught me a lesson or Mm -hmm. i've learned something along the way i'm going to like do something else i'm going to make the best of this right you know and i think more people need to do that again like why like talking to people is like people are interested you know everyone has that ability to do something and I wish more people like just looked at that. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. For you doing your your podcast on yeah D and I play I play D and D, and you will you will just you will cry because you'll see how pathetic you are compared to my greatness. <laughs> your sure. friend who does who does he does voice acting will give that up because of the sweet melodious sounds that come from my face hole the the, the range of characters the that you range can play. of characters my face hole produces <laughs> things that like are just awesome this is me this is the worst sound that comes from my face hole right now my normal voice you know I don't I I once like almost did opera but I had to stop because people would just like stop hearing they would literally just stop. they'd heard the most beautiful thing yeah. in the world and there's yeah. no point in hearing anything yeah. else ever again yeah 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 makes sense yeah yeah i don't sing outside because birds literally stop singing and then i don't want birds to go extinct that's yeah that's a lot of responsibility it is it is it is i uh yeah i uh i am a super being you know so um yeah so, so uh, I don't know how much time you have. You've been here a it? while. It's um, uh, almost five. Yeah, I'll probably be hitting the road here shortly. Okay. You know what I would like to talk to you about once you get going? Because you're talking about buying a house, right? Yes. That'd be an interesting thing to talk about. Because, like, okay. this is the house I live in now with Bridget um, was the first house I ever participated in the active pursuit of buying, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's just, it's interesting that whole process because it's very and it kind of goes like to the whole idea of like america and buying houses and how much how much of the economy is based on new housing starts yeah and like this house was built in the mid 50s so you know and like some of the, the stuff when we were looking I, at I houses like what they showed us you right know? um yeah i don't want a new house at all no no good for you yeah, i want, a, want an older place yeah. some something some character you don't want to go look at the home around the street for me uh no no, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, um, it's no, it's it's interesting because it also I know, like I know the exact neighborhood you're talking about too. Yeah, yeah, um, with the uh, the fake canal in it. No. Oh, well, there's there's one with a canal built into it, a man-made canal, so that way every house can butt up against to the water. Oh yeah, there yeah, there's that an, was an older Homerama one. Yeah, just like there's a places that have like like a lake. That so every, the back everyone's backyard is on a lake. They built a lake. That's just crazy. It's just yeah. So like they, and it, and all those people complain about the geese. 
You yep. have sprawling lawns, right? Real quick story. Sprawling lawns surround, that surround a body of water. People don't realize geese are grazers. They eat grass. They're grazers. Yep. They like that kind of situation. Like if you ever see a goose walk and then seen a duck walk. Ducks walk goofy. Geese, they walk, They look like they can walk. Yeah. Right? They, because they're more terrestrial. Their bodies are designed to be walking on land. So like, and, and it's because like they, they're putting a new housing development up here. It was once a like part of like just all um, this farm field mm-hmm. and they, they cleared it. And they put and they had to put in a lake because there's a, it's a c- controlled stormwater runoff, and like the other day there's like a hundred geese yep. sitting around it and I'm like people are gonna be pissed but it's like you built it's like me building a, a barn, filling it with delicious hay, and then one day complaining that a cow showed up. Yep. Like, God damn it, damn it, damn it. So, yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the. The pursuit of homes. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, we can talk about that for sure. Yeah, because I I have um, issues with like buying stuff and people like I told you like my the whole thing with the truck. Yeah. You know, that was funny. That was funny. And um, I got people thinking that I uh, am completely clueless. Yeah. Usually, they, they they think I'm I'm dumb or I've, which I don't understand because I'm very friendly and very polite to everybody I meet. Like I make a huge point. Like if I'm talking yeah. to somebody that. I just met or like a maybe like a service worker, like somebody in the service industry, or yeah. maybe somebody at a store. I'll always be like, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Like I, I just believe in being very polite all the time. Yeah. People will just be shitty to me out of nowhere. I'm like like I I've had like friends and people it's I've dated. You're so beautiful. <laughs> no, it's not that. Yeah. Um, not, oh 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 you're telling me what it what it is? You're telling me the person who's reacting to you, why I'm reacting to you a certain way. It's fair. Maybe that's why people are shitty to you. Because <laughs> you're always telling them what they should be thinking. I guess. I guess that's it. I guess you're right. Yeah. Damn. No, it's yeah. Perceptions are weird. I mean, we can talk like, like different perceptions and stuff, but it, it's it's strange. It you is. Know? Um, cool. All right, sure. man. Thanks for stopping by again. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna try to line up some other people. Okay. Or else it's just going to be us talking. Right. No, that's a good call. And one day it'll just be like, just background noise like that because yeah. we had nothing else to say. I appreciate you uh, bringing me in a couple times in a row. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Next time. Next time. Yeah, and let, let me know when you want me to dominate you on, on D&D. Okay. I'll, I'll hit you up for sure. Yeah, we're talking about putting together...